Love Lives of the Queer Community and dispelling some myths around it. Uh, I have uh, two people joining me in studio. I've got uh, Roxa on my left. Uh, welcome, Roxa. Hello. Welcome to Live at Night and 5 FM. How are you so feeling much. today? I'm good. How are you? Oh, man, your voice sounds ready for radio. <laughs> Damn. Well, you know bro. what I'm saying. You better watch that position. I know it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Also joining me on the right uh, is uh, Mondi. Welcome well, to Live at Night. How do you feel this evening? I feel great, Smash. What's up? I'm good. I haven't seen you in like a year and a half yeah, or it's something. Been a minute. Yeah, it's been a year. Good to have you in studio. Because last time I was invited on your show, right? This time around, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, dispelling some myths around the the queer community around love. I mean, Valentine's Day is like an opportunity for us to to delve in deeper and and reflect on what love is and what love means to us personally. But then there's also this big concept of love that we see on TV and that is sold. And sometimes it's not our reality, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Now, Rox, what do you identify as sexually? Sexually pansexual. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who don't know what that is, my attraction is to people, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of what their sexual orientation is. So All right. Whether you're gay, straight, bisexual, transgender, how you started off, how you are, mm. what you're going to be, I don't really care. Mm. Or it doesn't bother me, should I say. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm just attracted to people. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mondi, mm. and you, what do you identify as? I am a homosexual man. Right? Uh, you know this. <laughs> I mean, the listener doesn't know this. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, that's true. Elaborate. Ela- <laughs> elaborate. Elaborate further. Because you Listen. and I have had chats yeah, about we've, this. we've had chats so about can this. So can we, can we forget that we did have chats? Yeah. And <laughs> and, and include the listener Why are you exposing that's why, me That's why, why we are here Yeah <laughs> So listen Yeah I identify as a homosexual man Which means I am attracted to other males mm-hmm. um, Yeah that's kind of like How I maneuver myself in society um, I've kind of uh, got into a position Where I've been able to be comfortable With my sexuality I think a lot of the times People are not so confident To say that out loud mm. And mm. I'm kind of glad That I am able to say it Right here on air Well we'll be chopping it up in a few uh, But Mondi Let me actually start with you uh, What have uh, What has been some of the challenges relating to your sexual orientation and 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 when i asked that i yeah. want to talk about um has it also been difficult to get into relationships um uh, yeah i could say so i mean listen i've had a lot of challenges that's why i am an activist and that's why i call myself the gay superhero mm. um i've had my fair share of being bullied as a homosexual person um i've been suicidal i've been through the a lot as mm. a gay person mm. and i think that's what turned me into an activist to get to a point where i can be able to advocate for the community mm. and get to speak for myself and represent who i really am mm. i've been through a whole lot of traumatic things but i think when it comes to relationships what i have dealt with is dealing with people that are unwilling or being attracted to people that are unwilling to accept themselves, mm. which is something that I've, I've dealt with. And mm. that has been really quite difficult, but I've overcome it at some point. <laughs> Rox, now yes. having to figure out how to have a relationship without the traditional model um, that we have male and female yes. uh, relations. And like you said, uh, you were pansexual. Yes. And I think this question is fitting for you. Uh-huh. How, 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 how do you figure it out and, and how do you take away or remove yourself from the traditional way of perceiving so when you say traditional way there's like a masculinity and femininity thing about it Mm. um you know it's a funny thing right like i've always hooked up with in my earlier years with like straight women Mm. and i used to like the girlier girls Mm. purely because i feel like um lesbians i don't know like they tend to be kind of butch and that wasn't what I was vibing with. And then um, I found myself always being girlier in mm. the relationship, mm. regardless of how girly 
the girl was mm, you know mm, mm, so mm. that in itself already threw me off so um how did i remove myself i don't know if i because did you like that, because, i think i just go with it because also the concept of girly girl like uh, you a girl are, who looks like a girl. No, no, no. I know yeah. that. Like, and 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 a boy's boy. You need to be a certain way. Those things. Yeah. Like, if you if you seem to be a little bit off center, it's like. But we are not sure. Is it supposed to act like that? You know what mm, I mean. Mm. And like you mentioned now, in your relationships with the girly girl lesbians, if you. Because mm-hmm. not because you're not necessarily attracted to the butch ones, you just become the girliest girl between yeah. the two of you guys. Yeah. Which is it because of influence? Traditionally, because remember, just, you need to look back at how you were brought up. Very true. I just act the way I feel, mm. if I'm honest. Mm. Um, I could be dressed like really tomboyish, mm. but you might find that I'm the girly one, so to say, in mm. the relationship. Mm. But um, those roles also flip from time to time in situations. So right. I don't think, I, well, I personally don't box myself. Mm. And I just ignore all of that. Like, oh, dude, you're not in the relationship. I know what's going on. If you don't, it, sometimes I don't know what's going on, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I just it. let it be. I just let it be, you know? Um, and if people tend to ask me, I'm like, Bro, you know, it it depends on the relationship, really, you know, sometimes you come in or maybe you even Mac in a way that you were more aggressive or the person who was dominant, more to say. Uh Um, And then later down the line, this girl got you on a leash and you're like, how did I get here? (laughs) You know, so I don't know. It it varies. It really varies. All right. When we come back uh, from this song break, uh, I want to talk about After Nights. You guys know what After Nights or the term? Yes, I do. You, you, you know, yeah, and, and 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 the reason why I'm bringing this up before I go to the music break uh, to you listening, I wanna I wanna draw you in this chat. Now the question is uh, the 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 term after nine, uh, which basically, in case you don't know, describes a person who's in the closet or who's on the DL about their sexuality. Mm-hmm. Now I wanna Attends. know, yeah, I wanna know <laughs> if. You still live that reality, and what is making you live that reality? I'm not going to use the term too much, but are you someone who is, to a certain degree, restricted on the DL, in the closet, and you feel like you're being stifled and you can't express who you are? You should stay anonymous if you feel comfortable by being anonymous. And you could also share your name if you want to. But I'm keen to hear from you. 082-550-5151. Rox is in the studio with me as well as Mondi. Love is love. And that's what we are chopping um, right now for our Relationship Tuesday on Live at Night 5FM. That's what's happening, man. Dispelling some myths around the queer community relationships. Music from 220Kid. Teaming up with Gracie, don't need love. Oh man, I need a lot of love. Please shower me with love. 220 Kid on 5, teaming up with Gracie. Live at Night is the name of the show. Every Tuesday, we have something called Relationship Tuesday that happens on Live at Night between 7.30 and 8.30. And that's what's happening right about now. Relationship Tuesday. That's my name on the radio Monday to Thursday between 7 and 10 p.m. Yo, man, Valentine's Day special, or should I say Valentine's Week special, we're talking love in the queer community, dispelling some myths and uh, love relations in the community. Joining me in studio is uh, Mondi and uh, Roxa. 
And of course, I'm waiting for you to hit me up on 082-550-5151. Um, uh, are you in the closet or on the DL? And uh, with that uh, in mind, that reality of living your life like that, why are you living it? Why are you still in the closet or on the DL? I want to know. I'm not going to judge you. And uh, you are more than welcome to stay anonymous, of course. All right, Mondi. Yeah, we yes, Papa. Now, after nine, a term that uh, was coined many years ago, probably it even had a TV show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, like, and it still lives today. Yeah, true. Which describe people in in the closet. Um, now, I want to know: is that still a reality for a lot? Of people that you interact with, yes, um, it's still a reality. I mean, the DL is like booming right now with all this, um, uh, you know, DL accounts on Twitter and everything that's happening in social media. I feel like there's, there's even people that are encouraging it. I mean, I've had my face of being in a relationship with a closeted guy. Mm. Um, that was the, one of the most incredible relationships, but also the most toxic relationship I've ever been. Oh man, you know, because it's almost as if you are that person's secret. You know, and you always have to hide yourself to protect them. And it becomes more complex when you are the person that's out and the other person is on the DL. That's where the toxicity comes in because you can't explore your relationship holistically. You always have to explore it according to that person's standards, which then becomes a bit toxic, if you could ask me. Because, like, in my lived experience, it took me a while to get over that person because I think... A part of me enjoyed the fact that our love was a bit furtive, but a part of me hated it because I, I spent a lot of years trying to heal from that. And I think a lot of queer guys that have, that have dealt with that are still healing from that. And that's why I never encourage you to be with a DL person because it's not necessarily healthy. All right, I'm joined on the line by Anonymous, uh, who's in the closet. Anonymous, thanks for uh, joining us tonight on Live at Night. Um, tell me, I mean, Mondi just uh, shared his lived experience. What is your lived experience? Anonymous, are you there? Yeah, Anonymous, there we go. Um, uh, thank Hi. you so much for joining us on Live at Night, uh, uh, 5FM. I want to know, um, uh, aside from what Mondi has shared in terms of his lived experience, what is your experience of being in the closet? Well, uh, you know, as, as much as I'd want to, I would love to be out there and, and let everybody know who I am. Mm. But uh, it's, it's more for me, my profession. Mm. Uh, I'm in education mm. and... Uh, well, you know, not just an educator, but more so as a role model, you know. Mm. And, you know, being where we are and living in the country that we're living, we're so, we're so far ahead most, but in some aspects, we're still far behind, you know, with, with regard to acceptance. Now, I think, mm, carry on. Sorry, yeah. Now, that, that's what I feel, you know. And then, yeah, uh, yeah and that's, that's pretty much why. Maybe it's a fear mm-hmm. of, uh, of, of what people would think, possibly, yeah. But yeah, it's that's mm. where I am right now. So, so, so basically, I, I just want to understand: you are in the closet in terms of where you His work profession. and the people that uh, you work with, right? So, meaning your colleagues yeah. do not know, um, like uh, your sexual preference or your sexual identity, correct? Yeah, yeah. Does yeah, your family? Definitely. Does your family know? No, no, definitely not. So, so your family does not know either. Uh, oh, so now, yeah, friends. Yeah, only a few friends know. Yeah, I don't know if you heard Mondi's lived experience where he was in a relationship with someone who was in the closet and he felt like it was a little bit toxic for him yeah. uh, and for not only him but for, for both of them, right? Yeah. Um, have you found yourself to be in a relationship with someone who's openly out 
Or are, are you, are you, have you been in a relationship with someone who's also in the closet? What is your story mm. there? Well, both. Eh? And, mm. Um, mm. and what has and been... Most, both have been, I would say, negatively affected by the fact that I am not out. Mm. Uh, yeah, so whether they are or not, it comes down to me. You know, you can't, you can't do certain things in mm. public. You can't really have that, how can I say... Uh, full experience, you know, mm-hmm. and and it really, really happens. You really put many people I know of have you know gone into depressive states, and and it really really breaks them mm-hmm. to not be themselves, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, yeah, and I often would you know thank goodness for my friends though, but uh, many people don't have that luxury of being able to tell anybody, mm-hmm. and uh, that's horrifying. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for sharing, anonymous. I really Thanks, appreciate sir. you. Awesome. Rocks. Yes, ma'am. A private relationship now, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's when people say, we don't want the world to know about our, our relationship. It's yes. private. It's between you and I. The Carters, basically. Right, right. The and then there's a secret relationship, which is something that yeah, Mondi alluded to. Yes. You know? In a situation where uh, people are dating and pretty much nobody knows, um, how rife or how often does this happen in the queer community and in your lived experience uh-huh. have you had to be in a <laughs> secret relationship oh yes many times uh, tell and me for more different reasons yes tell me I it doesn't hear. necessarily have to be a woman as well of course I mean that's why this question is posed at Whoa. you I mean I mean I mean, I mean come on <laughs> I mean there's married men married women yeah I mean have I it, done it chop it up for me yeah, have I done I, it I mean, why yeah. have I done it your, your lived experience around Yo, secret babes, relationships which category do you want do you want uh, just give me all when, the parts Okay. <laughs> I'll give you like three examples. There was right. when I was still in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was completely okay with coming out. Mm. Um, however, my mother wasn't, mm. and she had gay best friends. So she found out somehow. And when she asked me, um, I could see she was getting angrier the more I didn't answer. So I was like, okay, maybe let me say no. You mm. know. Mm. Um, so that's the reason why I kept quiet. Like you know, my mom. Um, and then there is the times when I was out mm. and I dated straight girls. Mm. So I had to keep quiet because of their boyfriends. You know, they're right there. Like, <laughs> And then what else? Um, I've dated like different people and we've had to keep quiet for different reasons. Mm. Maybe mm. we both have partners. Maybe they haven't That's come cheating. out. That's cheating. That's <laughs> cheating. I, mean, I, mean, I never said I was innocent. I mean, uh. I mean no, no, no. I mean, I, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just making sure that we, you and I are on the same page. No, we are on but, the same page. But, but, I have protected people's identities yes. or yes. the fact that someone was straight and now they're dating me. Even like um, I've hooked up with best friends and we're in a friendship circle and because one friend wouldn't be okay with the fact that we're together. And that's a secret relationship. I had to keep yeah. it from them, you mm, know. Mm. Um but it all eventually comes out, and personally, true, I, true. I, I I'm not bothered. But I, I have kept secrets what, for people. What 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 um leads you to have that um, mindset, the not bothered mindset, the. The, the I was mi- just the born this way. Hey. Right. Uh, I won't lie to you. Can it, can I came be, out the womb like that. Can and it I was be something? Like, can can it be something that we teach people? Perhaps I wish people would like um just have that in them. Over the years, I, I, I had it, but like I also owned more and more of it Sharp. as I went on because like. You answer to yourself, you go to bed at night, you know, all those opportunities you missed, all the things you didn't say, like all those people you were worried about aren't there 
when you are answering to yourself. Right. So I just felt like, hey, dude, I'm dooming myself. Right. At the end of the day, it feels more painful lying to myself than people. I like that. Yeah. That's why I asked you that question. Um, have you <laughs> ever had a romantic interaction with someone who was in the closet or on the DL? How was that experience? That question is directed to you listening on the 5FM WhatsApp line. 82 Have you ever had a romantic interaction with someone who was in the closet or on the DL? And how was that experience? When we come back, we chop it up and we talk about the hookup culture in the queer community. Ooh, yes. Hectic. And we also, we, also, we also talk about uh, public displays of... Of affection and not only that not only that we'll talk about the sexual risks that need to be averted Ooh. <laughs> music from Questa teaming up with Rich Homie Kwan on 5 Run It Up is the title of this one back to back with Diplo and Side Peace on My Mind 5FM is the frequency Live at Night is the name of the show I am your host Smash Africa it's a Tuesday of course it's all about relationships Relationship Africa. And this evening, love is love. A look into the love lives of the queer community, dispelling some myths. And I'm joined in studio by Roxanne Mondi. And um, before we even chat to our guests uh, on the line, I am joined by Mpume. Mpume, good evening. Welcome to Live at Night. How are you this evening? I'm good, thanks. And yourself? Lovely. Tell me about uh, your experience. Um, have you dated someone in the closet or on the DL? How was the experience? Okay. So, most cases I always go for straight women, or mm. they come for me, whichever the case is. Mm. And obviously, it's always going to be on the DL because their friends don't know, their family doesn't know, and basically everyone around doesn't know except for me and the person that I'm in a relationship with. Mm. So, yeah, it can, it's kind of hectic because I can't bring them into my space. I mm. can't. They can't bring me into their space. So. It's a matter of we book a hotel all the time so that it can be like a hidden thing. So when it comes to money, it is costly because everything needs to be outside of mm. the comfort zone so that they can be able to to be free with me, you know? Mm. And yeah, I realized one thing though about them is that they don't take it as cheating because because they, they don't take it as cheating and they don't take it as, as something um, that they need to tell the whole world to because... They feel like if I am in love with you and you're in love with me, no one else needs to know. And I guess it's it's a matter of them running away from boxing themselves in a way because once it's out there to the world, then they will be classified as either bisexual or lesbian or whatever. Mm. So they've always just wanted to keep it a secret. Can I ask you this question? Um, it's probably a yes or no question. Do you feel like you are being used by these people that you have mentioned or have been in relationships with? Because clearly they are in the closet and you are not, but you got to keep things a secret. Do you feel used? Yes. Yeah. Um, I hope that um, you, in the future, you find someone who will be comfortable with being themselves um, and uh, because you can't always be used. I mean, being used will lead to abuse. And this is emotional sure, abuse. Sure. Okay? Sure. Thank you so much for sharing, okay? Okay, cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, cool. Um, I've got um, so many questions uh, for you, Rox and Mondi. Uh, but first, I got to pay bills. When I come back from the bills, <laughs> yeah, I know, it's just how it Do goes. Uh, when I come back, uh, I'm going to chop it up. 
Fresh Africa. That's right. That's my name. Live at night is the name of the show. Five FM is the frequency. Thank you so much for choosing to kick it uh, with us this evening. Really appreciate it. All right. Cool. Um, Mondi rocks. Mm-hmm. This yeah, is boy. for you now. Um, tops, <laughs> bottoms, versatile, oh my God. etc. <laughs> All right. Um, come through. Um, come through. I want to. I want to know. I want to know <laughs> how you discovered that you were that where we your sexual preference is. is. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> All right, uh-huh. and and after discovering that, <laughs> how has that factored in your relationships currently? Um, yeah. Factored in your relationships uh, 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 in a good way yeah. mm-hmm, or yeah. in a negative way? Okay. You know I, what I mean? Because as people, we like we like. We like power. <laughs> we also like sometimes. sometimes. Yeah, that's 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 yeah. my point. And also, Face down. S- s- you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look now, parents, if the babies are listening, right? <laughs> I just want to say. I just want to say. Not gonna be vulgar or anything. No, no, no. There's a there's always a PC way to talk about sex. Very yes, true. Yes. Very true. Which yes. is a very grown up thing to do. I very think. True. I think what what we have done through the years, we've made sex a conversation that should not be had. Yeah. So I don't true. want us. I don't want us right. to be uncomfortable on the radio. But yes, we need right. to, to be, be aware that it's a family yeah. show. Yes, yes, but yes, we are yes. talking about sex PG, like PG. a real we're thing that is not to be feared to be spoken <laughs> about. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I got you. So tops, bottom. Versatile. Can I go first? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go first. I got a list. All right. Like, how, how did you know? Listen. And, and how did you discover Whew. your sexual preference? Listen, I think when you are like 15, 14, somewhere they're 15, you kind of go through a, a sexual evolution and you discover, you know, how you are sexually attracted to the same um, uh, gender as you. Um, I think for me, when I was going through that change, that's when I discovered, okay, oh, wow. I actually, I was starting to have like wet dreams. <laughs> yes Like sexual dreams Are about uh, Guys And I was shocked You know you can imagine What that was like That was like a Sexual awakening of some sort And I was right. really really surprised At the time And I think from there on I knew what I was into And I think from that day on I kind of owned it I think a lot of the times When this um, um, Verse bottom question You know top question comes up People get uncomfortable And I, I don't understand why Like I feel like people Should not demonize sex They should not demonize it at all Like mm. I always say I'm a, I'm a superpower bottom mm. You know mm. I'm not mm. just a power bottom I'm a superpower bottom Right you know, which means I go through the extra lengths to make sure that I play my role very well. Nice. You know, so and I'm very comfortable with it. And I think people should be comfortable with it. Right. So yeah, I, I discovered it and in my relationships, it has been great because I've owned my position. And I found that people think that when you're when you're bottom, you're not necessarily powerful. Baby. Don't get me started. Back, but like Yeah, no, all I'll say is that I'm a super pop bottom and I'm proud of it. You know, and I do it well. You know, it's about owning your role. You know, people, these days I've been seeing a trend on social media that says, you know, verse sex is better. I'm like, <laughs> girl, <laughs> try me, try me and we'll chat. All right. I, you, you, know, you know what? You did well. You did well. Yo, listen. I'm without, gonna... without, no, without, because the thing. I got know, media training, okay, Smash. Good for you. I mean, come on. Rocks, Rocks, I'm not going to ask you the same question. Yo, you please, know why? Because I'm a mess. I'm a mess. <laughs> I've gone through evolutions of my time. sexuality. We don't have time. <laughs> Hookup you. culture in the queer community. Yes. Is it as, as, as rife as it has been made out to be? I would and, say yes. And, 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 and <laughs> why is that? And also, can we talk about, like, averting risk? The dangers that are. are come with just like, like hook up with everybody. 
Um, oh, you know what? This is also quite lengthy. Um, I'd be lying to say that the queer community is small. Mm. I think the ones that are out is small. Yeah. And so we tend to recycle or like the minute a new person comes in, now everybody's got an interest. I know, especially with me and my friends, um, especially the girls. Mm. Yeah, we were just... Mm, yeah, mm. Le- I don't know how to put it like mm, mm. in a very censored term, but um, mm. you know, we dabbled in each other's partners. So I would say that it is a little promiscuous. Uh, I think now that people are coming out more, um, it's, it's broadening it. So it's not as, and I don't know what's up with 2020, but <laughs> everybody's trying to be in a relationship. Yeah, true. You know, I like to think that, that I paved the way because, you know, my relationship is girl. Okay. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah, I do think it is promiscuous. I'm not sure why. Personally, myself, I just love beautiful girls. And if you bring one around, chances are. Look, I can I just say something there. Look, yes. I think for me, look, I, we not everybody is monogamous. I think sometimes in the queer community we aspire to want to be all monogamous, but we love the idea of being promiscuous. I think the most important thing is that if you want to be polyamorous, be honest about it. Yeah. If you want to be in a relationship with more than one person, be honest about it. Be mm-hmm. open about it. You know, and I think if you want to avert the hookup culture or the issues, or the that, risk, yeah, avert the risk, the risk, yeah, that, avert the risk that comes with hooking up. With, yeah. Like, look, send your friend a location. We know there's apps now that people use to hook up, mm. and those can be dangerous. I've heard mm. of people using those apps to actually commit crime mm. and to rob queer people. So be, be very, 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 very careful when it comes to such things. And if you're gonna go hook up, please send your friend the location, send your mom, send your sister, send somebody right. you trust. Love it. We are running out of time. Yeah. Here's a WhatsApp <laughs> voice note. Uh, l- listen to this. Hi, Smash. What's up? Uh, Roxy and Monday. Hey. Um, I identify as transgender and yes. I can't hear. I date after night. <laughs> Wow, okay, thanks for <laughs> approaching me with this question, which is really quite cool. Listen, I say yes, tell them from the get-go. Mm. Because it's dangerous. It's dangerous. I've had many stories of trans women when they have hooked up with guys and they get to a room and then the guy's trying to kind of get very affectionate with them and then they realize that, oh, damn, this is not actually what I signed up right, for. Then right. they become a bit aggressive to that. So to avoid the violence that comes with not being honest from the, from the, from the get-go, please do mention it from the, from the beginning. Yeah. Be open about it because it's, it, it's the same as being honest with yourself. Right. You know, it, it shows that you are comfortable enough with your identity mm. to be honest with the next person. And that's what you need to do. Rox, yes, what, are, what are your sentiments on that voice note that so we're listening very to? very quickly, um, I had a trans person who, a, friend, a, a friend's brother hooked up with this girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't know. So already the initial attraction was there. And I didn't want to like block that person because like dude you're old enough as well it, like it's also pretty clear that this person isn't mm. born a woman mm. um so i think just for your safety and just for someone having a say as to whether they want to or not mention it because i also don't believe that um first of all c- cisgender people don't announce that they're straight mm. so you don't have to announce but i think just for your safety, safety. and so that someone safety. if you can see someone doesn't know what they're getting themselves into maybe just be like babe do you know that i'm you know mm. and then see what they do about it because you like uh Mondi said you don't want to be a victim of a crime yeah definitely. you know it's all about your safety really, really at the is. end of the day and someone needs a choice in what they're doing as well yeah i mean we're already losing a lot of trans women guys black trans women are killed on a daily mm. especially in south africa and like if we don't talk about those issues and if you don't talk about the dangers that come with that like right. how are we going to change people's lives mm. that's their lived experience yeah. and their reality yeah and i would definitely encourage the, the person who sent me the voice note to really really be honest from the from the get-go right because it's your existence mm. 
Thank you so much for chatting. Thank you so much for your <laughs> for, for for the insight. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you for having a frank um, conversation without also, um, I guess, to a certain degree, trying to hold back in yeah. terms of your lived experience. Yeah, because yeah. that's that's what I, I'm most interested in. Yes. I, I want real life. Yeah. Stories that you have gone through, and I wish and we I had more time. And I feel like those <laughs> are those are the stories that connect with people. And uh, I mean, the medium of radio is powerful, right? Very much so. And the good news is that the internet is also powerful. You can always listen to this chat anytime on 5fm.co.za. My guests, Mondi and Rox, I yes. appreciate you guys. Thank you and so your much insight. for having us. Thank you for I wish you. Us. I wish you nothing but the best when Thanks, it comes to uh, finding love. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I wish that you genuinely find unconditional love. I receive and, that. And, and in, instead of uh, living love that you have seen on Instagram, yeah. TV, yeah. or you have been told, the love that you know with your maker yeah. exists. All right? With that said, we are done with the love church. <laughs>